Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everyone. Michael the Maven here. Thank you for coming to the Maven Nation. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you guys to continue to leave comments and suggestions and ideas in the post on themavennation.com. I read all of these, and if you guys have any anything that you want me to discuss or specific situations, I would love to do so. Just know that that tool is there for you. So today I'm going to be talking about the top six things you should be doing if you don't have time to read the efficiency playbook. I talk about all these things in the book, but if you and I were to meet on the street and, and you were to say, hey, look, what can I do to be more productive? These are the six things I would tell you. Number one, the most important thing, and I'm going to make an assumption here, I could be wrong. The most important thing you can do is to get off the digital teat, so to speak. I'm talking about your smartphone or social media or television. All these things have to do with a phenomena that I refer to as drifting. Drifting to me means that you have surrendered control of your thoughts to an external source. And the source is controlling you. I haven't talked about drifting specifically, but I think it is something that we are seeing far and wide in our society today. I think it's something that we've been conditioned to do. If you look at the smartphone apps, they send you notifications. They come after you, and there is a battle going on for your attention, and it's almost all business-driven in order to make money, in order to get you to surrender your money. So one exercise that I recommend in the book is to take one day and take your smartphone and put it somewhere where you're not going to look at it. You're not going to have access to it. Let those who need to get in touch with you know you're going to be unavailable and try it out and watch how your productivity changes because you're not looking at it. It's the number one most important thing, because I think most people have this struggle and this issue. I do think at some point, uh, social media addiction is going to be diagnosed as a real mental disease. Uh, it's just how we're wired, and it's very difficult for some people to give it up. It's, it's very addictive. Number two, I would recommend removing all bad influences out of your life. This includes people, subjects, it includes debt, so if you are allowing bad influence to control or kind of push you in certain directions, I would say that's a pretty important thing to fix right away. And I was just speaking with someone just yesterday about this is that 95% of all the people that I meet in my life, I have some sort of filter for. So when I meet somebody new, I hate to say this, it's really just a matter of time that I'm going to say, you know, this is an acquaintance or somebody I can work with, but I will not let them into my inner circle, my close circle of friends. That is reserved for very high-end quality people. So opportunities, same thing, is I don't want to spend my time doing things that are going to make me a worse person. So any bad influence, you know what it is if you have it, you got to get it out of your life, okay, because it's hurting you and you don't have a lot of time on this planet anyway, so you might as well spend it on the things that matter. Third most important thing is to wake up a little bit earlier than you're used to, and you're going to do this by going to bed a little bit earlier than you're used to. You're still going to get the amount of sleep that you need, 
But if you have the discipline to go to bed earlier, you can wake up earlier and spend that half hour or that hour on building a residual business for yourself, regardless of how you're employed. I think the ultimate freedom is coming from a residual-based business that you own all by yourself and you receive money for every day or every week or every month for doing very little to nothing. That is critical because if if you if you're an employee and you're working 8 hours a day plus your commute, that's your whole day. I believe a freedom type lifestyle is only possible through residual in- income. So, that's how huge it is to wake up early is to, you're going to be able to use that time to start a business. At the end of the day you're too tired, you know, after after work and you, you might have to go work out. It's just not going to happen in the evenings. You might be able to do it sometimes, but it's the consistency of waking up in the morning every day and chipping away at it. Fourth thing, very important, is learning to optimize your schedule and your workflow. So if there's any type of thing that you do over and over in your, in, you know, for your, your money, for your salary, for your business, in, in relationships with others, in preparation, I know... Uh, some people who take two to three hours every morning to get ready. That's just too long. There has to be a way to optimize that to make it faster. And I know what some of the women are going to say, but I got to put my makeup on. And if I was a woman, I would definitely tattoo some of my makeup on. Probably for sure. Certain types of it. I know some of you may disagree with me on that. But just the time savings, because my time is more valuable uh, that's maybe a little extreme for some people, but if you're wasting, you know, two or three hours a morning getting ready, that's just, that's insanity. Take, and this is something that I still do is I look at the things I've been doing for years in production. Right, right now I'm going through some very big production changes. I'm spending a lot of money in my home in order to set up lights that don't have to be set up. I talk about it in the book. It takes me 10 minutes to set up my lights. Well, we're going to we're going to change this so it doesn't take any time. I just flip a switch because the lights are installed. You know, I might have to spend a few hundred dollars for that, but it's totally worth it for the time savings. So, number 5, exercise. At some point in your week, you you should be exercising. I think minimum twice a week. I think that's the bare minimum to to get some sort of physiological and psychological benefit is some form of exercise. And I think it should be fun exercise. I don't think you should do stuff that you don't like. So if you hate working out, but love playing basketball, you should be playing basketball. You should be having fun when you work out, whatever it is, because this builds the mental fortitude is when you're exercising. There's psychological advantages that come from that. And if you're not doing it, you do not have access to those benefits. Six, and this is the probably the one that's more overlooked, is you have to have some sort of good input from somebody who's a bigger thinker. Uh, it could be a good book. It could be a good podcast like this, but you have to feed the machine, so to speak. You have to be able to expand your ideas and get feedback about what you may be able to do better. I know a few people who are dieting so hard right now. They're doing it the wrong way. And I, and I try to talk to them like, hey, you should really take a look at this, you know, ketosis, the ketogenic diet or intermittent fasting. And they will just, they'll have nothing to do with it. But what they don't realize is they are eating carbs and they, they're working out like crazy, right? 
So when, during their workouts, they're burning off their carbs. They're not burning off fat. And so it's a very inefficient way to exercise it. If you're trying to lose fat, it's much easier to do it on a ketogenic diet. I'm speaking from experience. I've lost 30 pounds so far with very little effort just by changing my diet. Um, and it is, I am just so blown away that I didn't figure this out sooner because I spent a lot of time working out in the gym trying to lose weight. I have a little bit of a weight problem that if I'm not careful, I'll gain weight really fast. Kind of snuck up on me as I turned 40. But yeah, you know, if I'm not careful, I'll gain weight. And the reason why I'm, I'm going off on this reading and good input is because there are some things out there that if you just know about them, it'll revolutionize your, your world. And so, yes, definitely good input. Remove the bad influencers, have great input, it's going to make a huge difference. So in any event, those are the top six things I would recommend. If I just met you on the street, I would I would say these things. Of course, everybody's different, but I would, you know, I'd talk to the person and try to find out a little bit more about some of them. Some of these things you might have worked out already. You know, I don't know. It's different from person to person. But to summarize, stop drifting, which means allowing others to control your thoughts, especially your smartphone. Remove all bad influences from your life, whether it's a person, an addiction, anything of that nature. Three, try to wake up earlier. Try to go to bed earlier so you're, you're, you're well rested. Four, learn to optimize your workflow and your schedule. Five, do some form of exercise at least two to three times a week. And six, read or get some kind of healthy input to change your thought processes and expand them. In any event, I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments below. What do you do in your schedule that allows you to be more efficient? Or what would you recommend that is not on my list? Can't wait to uh, do this again. I'm really enjoying the podcasts and I will see you next time.